Welcome in to the Merriman Market Analyst and Fun Astrology Financial Podcast. It's Saturday, and this one happens to be Eclipse Day, October 14th. Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We are reading the free weekly financial newsletter column written by the Dean of Financial Astrology, Ray Merriman. You can call it up for yourself at MMACycles.com. We have a busy week, obviously. These are unprecedented times. Let's get right in. The first news article is from Reuters, Friday, October 13th. Oil, U.S. Treasuries, and gold prices rose on Friday. Crude oil soared nearly 6% on safe haven buying driven by the escalating Middle East conflict as Israel urged civilians to leave the northern Gaza Strip, end quote. Then this from foxbusiness.com, dated October 13th as well. The article is entitled, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon warns, This may be the most dangerous time the world has seen in decades. Sounds alarm over economic outlook amid Israel-Hamas war. Quoting, The war in Ukraine, along with the unprecedented attacks in Israel by Palestinian militant group Hamas last weekend, may have, quote, far-reaching impacts on energy and food markets, global trade, and geopolitical relationships, Diamond said in a statement accompanying the bank's third-quarter earnings release. This may be the most dangerous time the world has seen in decades, Diamond said, end quote. Now Ray's thoughts, he says it was a week in which gold and crude soared, which right away tells one that there is trouble in the world. Despite the heightened alarm of danger in the Middle East following last Saturday's horrific invasion of Israel by Hamas, global stock markets performed rather well. Most followed a similar pattern. They held their recent lows of October 4th through 6th and rallied smartly into Thursday, October 12th. This was not surprising from a geocosmic point of view, for equity markets often rise into a Venus-Saturn opposition, plus or minus four trading days. The opposition occurred on October 10th. On Friday, October 12th, most sold off as Israel announced that all residents of the northern Gaza Strip must evacuate immediately. The retaliation is about to begin, and the goal is to exterminate all members of Hamas. Yet, the Venus-Saturn opposition is not what drove other markets last week. It was Mars square Pluto, Pluto turning stationary direct, and Mars ingressing into Scorpio. These are signatures of life, death, and rebirth. We are witnessing the middle part of this triad, and investors flocked to the markets that appreciate during times of geopolitical crisis, gold, silver, and crude oil. They did not run for Bitcoin and crypto, which is interesting. Bitcoin fell most of the week, and Ethereum dropped to its lowest mark in over six months. Gold, on the other hand, skyrocketed $125 from its contracted primary cycle low of October 6th to Friday's high on October 13th. Silver exploded up nearly 10% over the past week. Now, the short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts. Here's a quote from The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Hence, when able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must seem inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy believe we are far away. When far away, we must make him believe we are near. And then this from the Wall Street Journal on Thursday, article entitled Hamas Explains How They Did It, quoting, We made them think that Hamas was busy with governing Gaza, 
and that it wanted to focus on the two and a half million Palestinians there and had abandoned the resistance altogether. All the while, under the table, Hamas was preparing for this big attack. End quote. Ray says there are no planetary aspects this week other than the solar eclipse this weekend, today, Saturday, as this is being recorded. But that does not mean it will be a quiet week. The events of last week's violent attack on Israel by Hamas will likely alter the course of policies in that region for many weeks, even months, and possibly years. The vast majority of the world is condemning the attack, with a few extremist sympathizers supporting it. I can understand the frustration, anger, and even utter hopelessness of Palestinians in Gaza, who feel as if they are living in a cage with no chance in life. And I can understand how such frustration can erupt into violence. Yet it is hard to empathize with the scope of a planned attack intentionally designed to brutally murder so many innocent civilians, along with other depravities too disheartening to print. It is difficult to understand the level of depravity that would lead to that scope of violence against an unarmed, unprotected, and innocent mass of people. I can understand launching a campaign of war against the military or government of one's enemy, but intentionally targeting innocent civilians and children? That's an act beyond any normal cause for empathy especially since so many Palestinians and Israelis have been working cooperatively to forge an alliance to improve the conditions in that region recently. There had been promise that these alliances were working, but that is all shattered now after being undermined by a dangerous minority of terrorists and their sympathetic extremists once again controlling the narrative. And this narrative is about to be upstaged by the Israeli leadership and military who vow to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. Retaliation and vengeance, even death to the end, is a chant to be expected under a highlighted Pluto and Scorpio when someone is wronged to this level of degeneracy. We look to the astrological correlates to this horrific event and the consequences that will surely follow, and there is no lack of signatures present, as described in last week's column, which was written before the attack, or in last year's Forecast 2023 book. As mentioned above, October 7th was the day before Mars squared Pluto, three days before Pluto turned direct, and four days before Mars entered Scorpio, the sign that is co-ruled by Mars and Pluto. And to that list, we can add this weekend's solar eclipse on Saturday, October 14th at 21 degrees Libra, in opposition to Chiron, near 18 degrees Aries. Chiron is something between a minor planet and an asteroid, located between the asteroid belt and the Kuiper belt. It has a 50-year orbit cycle around the Sun, which is interesting because the October 7, 2023 attack on Israel was exactly 50 years and one day from the October 6, 1973 surprise attack by an Arab coalition on the holy day of Yom Kippur. This was the last assault of this magnitude on Israel, although it seems Israel is always on the brink of a severe conflict. Chiron was also about 18 degrees then. There was no eclipse at that time, but Chiron was in opposition to Uranus and Saturn was square Pluto with the south node of the moon on Saturn. 
That's equally as powerful as the transits and solar eclipse of October 7 through 14. In the study of astrology, Chiron is considered the, quote, wounded warrior. In Aries, it is motivated by the principle of fighting for one's rights or in defense of one's beliefs, as in war or aggression, which can explode into violence if negative. But with Chiron, the key word is wounded. With Aries, the key words are assertion or aggression, to take action. The combination is now manifesting as an all-out war in which lives will be in danger and many will be severely wounded or lost to violence. How long will this war last? In 1973, the Yom Kippur War lasted only 19 days before the Israeli army put down the aggressors and regained their land. This one could last longer for several astrological reasons. First, the Sun is applying to a conjunction with Mars on November 18, 2023. It seems likely that the drive to fight and or defend one's territory and people will increase during the applying phase of this aspect. Both sides will be aggressive. This is also the aspect we have been pointing to as a correlation of 8% or greater declines in many world stock indices within about six weeks of a crest. I don't think we've seen the end of it yet. Second, Mars will enter Sagittarius and Capricorn on November 24, 2023 through February 14, 2024. Several years ago, I published a study in the ISAR journal illustrating the correlation of this planet-sign combination to larger-than-normal price swings in crude oil, further related to disputes, unrest, and wars in the Middle East involving Israel. This new round of conflict may not end until sometime during this period, but even beyond that, the opening chapters of the forecast 2023 book provided a correlation between wars involving the United States and Uranus entering Gemini, which was World War II, Neptune entering Aries, the Civil War, and Pluto entering Aquarius, the American Revolution. The last time each of these planets entered each of these signs, it corresponded to the three most important wars in the history of the United States. All three of these conditions unfold between 2023 and 2025. This does not mean that the Israeli-Hamas war continues that long, for the U.S. is involved in conflicts with several other regimes as well that could erupt into greater wars for the nation. But its involvement in a Mideast war for that long can't be ruled out either. A copy of that opening chapter from Forecast 2023 was sent out to everyone who subscribes to the weekly report, in an effort to facilitate understanding of the times we are living in. If you didn't receive a copy of this chapter and would like one, please go to the MMACycles.com website and let us know through the contact tab. There's no cost. We want everyone to understand what astrology says about the cosmic dynamics of this time, at least from the perspective of this astrologer, Ray Merriman. It all seems so bleak right now. But then again, we are headed for the Aries Vortex of 2025 to 2026, after which a new world of opportunities is still very possible, even probable, in my view. This will be described in depth in the forthcoming Forecast 2024 book, 
which is also available for pre-order both from the copy of the newsletter and on the MMACycles.com website. That's it for this week's commentary. Hope if you are catching this on October 14th and you have something special planned for the eclipse, that it's a wonderful day for you. We'll see you on Level Up Sunday night, funastrology.com YouTube channel, and also back on Monday with a full week of podcasts. Even if there are no aspects, there's a lot to talk about. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. 